0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Health Chats Among Friends. My name is Deidre Kindred. I'm a nurse advocate, educator, and navigator. I love bringing you reputable resources through my friends that I know, like, and trust. Tonight, we have a special friend, Tom Basie. Say hi, Tom.
1: Good evening, nice to see everyone.
0: Yes, yes, nice to see you. Nice and healthy and and vibrant. So, Tom, tell us a little bit about
1: yourself. Well, what I would share with you is I was born and raised in Austin. I've been in the Metroplex approaching 30 years now, and I worked for a long time in corporate America until a few years ago. Now I'm part of an insurance brokerage where we do not the full spectrum of health insurance, but a variety of different healthcare solutions, including Medicare stuff and some supplemental that we'll talk about today.
0: Awesome. You are a very, very, very valuable resource. <laughs> so, um, so tonight, let's let's, learn, let's delve into a little bit of who Tom is and why you started doing what
1: you do. Great question. So as I say, I worked in corporate America for a long time. I worked as an engineer and a project manager uh, for 15 years at Motorola, but then I had an opportunity to switch to medical device. And so actually I worked in medical device for a while. I spent three years at Abbott Labs and I was working somewhere. Candidly, you said, why did I you know, this? Somebody called me. This is kind of like the hair club for president. I was also a member. Somebody <laughs> called me and discussed a cancer policy with me. And I didn't, I didn't know that existed. And they talked to me about it. So I opted 10 or more years ago to buy a cancer policy that covered me, myself, and my son until he's age 26. So that's really, that was the start of my journey, how I got in there. So like I say, I do a variety of different things now, but admittedly that was the main thing kind of what i'm wanting to chat about some this evening is cancer i got some good news too but that is how i got in because i bought it i didn't understand that that existed and once i heard about it someone explained like you know I, i want one of those
0: wow that's awesome so tell us a little bit more about you know the some of the services or the statistics or things that would pique someone's interest to learn more about
1: well, I would like to share some specific information on cancer in particular. I guess I will mark first to your mark about the company. So like I say, without getting into the details of all different spectrum things, some of the things I do, I do the Medicare solutions, which are supplements and advanced plans, and then I do what I call supplemental insurance. So even if you have major medical, I think people know these days that doesn't cover everything. So there's these nice solutions that you can get that are pretty cost effective. So that's really what I do. But what I wanted to share with you and your viewership today is there's some hot new Stats off the presses from the American Cancer Society. I had the opportunity to present those in a full presentation format. I won't subject to that, but I just kind of want to share a couple, a couple of things off the top of my head. For one thing, Ms. Deidre, I bet maybe because you're in healthcare, you may know all about this, and these are relatively intuitive. Let me just check. Do you know what the most common form of cancer is for ladies in the U.S.?
0: Would that be breast cancer? Yeah, or? that is.
1: So that's not a surprise, right? So you got mm-hmm. that one. All right, let's try the next one. What about for the other gender, for men? Do you know what the most common one is, or most these are really most expected ones? What these what these are for 2021? You know I'll what that say is for
0: men? Prostate.
1: Yes, it's, So you're a healthcare professional. You know this. Yeah. So that is, <laughs> that is correct. Maybe those aren't as surprising. Now the next ones, I didn't. I might have been able to guess those. Guess what the next most common one is, and it's actually the same for both genders. And most common one. Can you get that one? That's a little more challenge to me.
0: Oh, my. I have no clue. I was surprised
1: it was lung. Lung cancer was the most common one, statistically. Oh. And it's for both genders, like I say. And then the third one, and I think once we get beyond that, it kind of gets off in the weeds or it kind of gets smaller. But the third one is also, since I gave you that one, then can you get the third one? You know what the third most common one is?
0: The most common for men and women?
1: Yeah, it goes across both genders. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well,
0: you already said lung.
1: Uh, I would, I would, I don't know. Colorectal. And again, I'm like, oh, I had, I had my, I had mine checked within the past. I had the colonoscopy. So I should have known that. So, so those are the, those are the three most important ones. Now, what I want to say to give you some good news right away is for the two most common ones. In fact, this is true for all three of them. the, the, The truth is the survival rates are going up. So that's good news. We're making, we're probably, it's because we're detecting things more and we're making progress in, in prevention or, uh, treatments. But then the good news is the survival rate on the two most common ones for breast for men, um, for women and uh, prostate for men is above 90%. So that is good news. So that was oh, the, that my, great news. Yeah, the thing I like most out of there. So having said that, the other thing I want to share, here's the not as good news. So the good news is we're going to survive. And, and the, on the other ones, although they're not 90%, they're going up statistically. I think we're up at least to two thirds for lung cancer. I think two thirds will, will, will survive. And so the good news is survival rates are going up. Um, I told you what those are, but what I want to share, what isn't as good a news and won't we won't belabor this point, is is the cost of that. On average, Ooh. those are they're expensive. Cancer costs a lot. So cancer costs, one for the treatments, be it a radiology treatment or if you're gonna for pharmaceuticals, if you're taking stuff like that. Sometimes there's prosthetic involved too, right? If you, you know, and so it's expensive. So the average price for those two most common ones are twenty and twenty-three thousand dollars. So let's just say but cross the gen. is about twenty-two thousand dollars. So that's expensive, kind of. Unfortunately, the next two are even more. Lung cancer actually averages $60,000 of the cost of care in the U.S. And, mm-hmm. and, this, and let me clarify, the, these numbers are several years old, but that's what it is. And then for colorectal, it's 50. So the good news is we're surviving. The bad news is that is kind of expensive. That's an expensive cure. So let me stop there for a second. I, I, there's more things I can share with you, but I don't see if you want to have any other questions or anything about what I've said so far.
0: Well, I'm not surprised by those numbers uh, economically, but also we have to factor in loss of work, loss of income, you know. So that's even more detrimental because, you know, I envision it's the whole person, you know.
1: You're exactly right. Those are additional costs. Some, and often another one is travel. Frequently mm-hmm. you got to go somewhere to get the care, the expertise in that. So you're exactly right. There are other kids, even beyond the cause of it, it's, it's an expensive diagnosis. You're exactly right.
0: Yes, yes, yes,
1: absolutely. So here's the other half what I would share with you. The good news is these, uh, there are supplemental cancer plans that you can get. So maybe you have insurance, maybe you don't. Either way, I hope someone has stuff. But the thing is, there these major carriers and I personally am appointed with multiple carriers, not just one. So I'd like to think I'm unbiased. In other words, I don't, I'm not yes. captive just one insurance company. There are multiple companies that offer cancer policies. And when I say that, you can sign up for this policy. You'll get charged a relatively low monthly premium. By the way, you can size it too. You can say, give me $10,000, 20000 Part of the reason I got those numbers because I wanted to have a better feel. I wanted to be able to recommend something. I don't know if $5,000 $5, policy is good, but it seemed like if you could pull off the $20,000, that'd be a good one to get because it's the most, it's the most common, uh, the price of the most common ones. But my point is you can scale them, and they'll cost... $20, 30 $40, maybe $50 a month if you go to higher value, $50, 60 k But the, the good news is they're relatively cost effective. You can sign up for one of those things. You can get one for just you, you or a spouse, you and a spouse, I should say, or you can get one for even the whole family. That's, that's the thing I did the whole family because I wanted to have that coverage. God forbid the kiddos get it, but that, that, that's what you can do, and they're relatively cost effective. And so what I like to do is explain people how they work. And here's an example. These policies, like I say, you can, you can scale how much you want. So that you like the monthly premium. And then some of them have a recurrence benefit. And what I mean is mm. you can get straight cancer insurance. You get the diagnosis. The company goes, here you go. Here's the $10,000, $20,000, whatever you signed that policy for. If you get the cancer recurrence benefit, they can vary. So like I'm going to use the number 10 years. If, if, 10, if in 10 years you get the, uh, another diagnosis, you get that same $20,000 again. Or it's kind of prorated. If, you only, if, it's, if it's five years afterwards, then you'll get 50% of that value. But my point is you can pay a little bit more for a month. So the good news is these are scalable. So I really I feel comfortable and I like these. Like I say, it's how I, how I got into it. I was a customer initially, but they're nice. And, they're, and so it's, it's, it's peace of mind, relatively low cost, and it's going to help offset that. I forgot, I forgot there's one piece, another step that's bad news. So one out of every three ladies statistically is expected to get a diagnosis in, yeah. here in the U.S., Uh, That used to be the same number for men. It's actually gone to one out of two. So the odds are not good for us guys.
0: Wow. Wow. So what would you say to someone who thinks that they don't need to talk to you, meaning I think everyone needs to talk to you, everyone who Mm -hmm. has a family history of cancer, they know someone who has cancer, they are caring for someone, or they think they you never know what you don't know, right? So I think mm-hmm. everybody needs to call you, but who would you recommend calling you and reaching out to because there's so many different plans.
1: Well, you're exactly right. Well, to your point, unfortunately, statistically, that supports what you're saying. Really, everybody should. However, to your remark, clearly, if you have a family history of cancer, but what I, the good news is what I would offer is if somebody has the family history or if they've known someone, which is a lot of people too, then they tend to already be receptive to the dialogue. I do think the problem arises because one, if you don't know exists, then you won't call and then number two, not unreasonable, you might think, no, but it's too expensive, I can't afford that and so oh, I think those are two kind of to. holes that yeah well that's the thing and so in other words, yeah. my message is really that The good news yeah. is they don't cause that much, and the other way of looking at that is can you afford not to and in other words, these things are expensive there are, here's a, Here's another stat I, it's not it's not a phone, but I 'll tell you this so of the people that get the cancer diagnosis in the US, there's a stat that says 40% of those people will run out through their savings within two years. So that's the thing, it's like, doggone it, because it is expensive, I hope no one gets it. Statistically, it says you will. And if you just pay, I'll, you know, it's not fun. Who wants to, hey, who wants to sign up for $50 a month? Well, that doesn't sound fun. Maybe you can get it 40, whatever. I do believe all insurance should make you sleep better at night. So you should, you should get the amount that you feel good about. Don't get more than you feel good about but then don't, you shouldn't stay up at night, worrying if you're going to get cancer. So get enough that you feel comfortable with. And I'm hoping that having me provided those numbers to you you say, well, he said it's about $20,000 almost come on. Well, does that make you feel good? Well, then get the price. It'll depend on your age. It'll depend on your uh, smoking status, for example, and then really even County to County, it may cost more or less uh, depending on where you live as well. But so those three things, your zip code, your, uh, Actually, your gender and your age and your smoking status are going to drive the cost. But the good news is they don't cost that much. And you'll be so glad you had a policy if and when you get that diagnosis.
0: Absolutely, because the the treatment plans can be very astronomically devastating if you don't get prepared. And what I love about it is that I think you also mentioned that what if someone doesn't have any insurance and they just want to do the supplement? You can they can do that as well, right?
1: You're a real healthcare advocate, Ms. Deidre. you know all these things. Yeah, that's the thing. So <laughs> the supplemental insurance really there there's a big distinction in certain ways. There, there's what you call major medical uh, maybe you get that from your employer maybe you buy it on your own but that is this medical thing that pays doctors and hospitals and it's great to have that whether you have that or not supplemental on the contrary sometimes with the same carriers sometimes different ones you pay those carriers and they pay you directly too so yeah there's no for one thing the money comes straight to you that's good too and so you sign. it really at those policies are they're, they're really a contract they're saying hey okay insurance carrier i'll pay you that x dollars a month but when I get the diagnosis, and of course, you do need to send in a document, and it'll need to have the, the doctor's name. And it'll need to have the date and say your name and say, this person, I've diagnosed him with uh, lung cancer, or whatever. You send that in, and their contract says they're going to pay you whatever it rolled out to be, $10,000, $20,000. But you're right. You don't have to do the major medical or it's a nice supplement. These days, plenty of people get some major medical, and I'm glad they do. But then there's that X-thousand-dollar deductible, right? What if somebody Absolutely. has a $10,000 deductible? Oh, no, <laughs> then, then it's yeah. not going to You're going to have to pony that deductible means you've got to pony up that that first $10,000, whatever your deductible is before the major medical kicks in. So these supplemental things, mm-hmm. I think, as the word implies, they were really originally developed to do that, to help supplement, mm-hmm. to cover that. And they're yes. better than nothing. If you got nothing, if your employer, some employers don't provide this, well, then get some supplemental. Yeah, exactly. And
0: especially if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner. Oh, Yeah because I've, I've had a lot of people call me and say, oh, well, I don't have health insurance because I am a business owner or I'm an entrepreneur. So I am truly stating this is a great thing to look into no matter who you are. So if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner or you think you have cancer you know someone who has cancer, just call you know, and inquire, it, it doesn't hurt at all. And these are some amazing plans. Well, Tom, would you, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go well, ahead. you
1: just made me think of something. There's even the scenario where if you've already had cancer, sometimes there's a look oh. back depending on the policy. If it's been five years, sometimes you can write it and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll consider you kind of healed or you can write a policy even if someone's had cancer sometimes. Sometimes there's kind of like a line item veto. Sometimes you can say, all right, they, the company will say, we will insure that person, but not for that cancer, but for the other ones. And that's still, to me, that's still something to consider. I just wanted to mention that since you, you prompted that thought.
0: Right, because that I don't want anyone to feel like they left out or they can't mm-hmm. make that phone call because this, right now, even if you, so what you're saying is like say hypothetically someone had breast cancer and they're in remission, mm-hmm. they could still call mm-hmm. and inquire about a plan yep. that fits them.
1: Yep. And we can get a quote. And one of the questions will be, have you been diagnosed? And they'll say the date. And sometimes, admittedly, they if you just had it last year, no, they may not do it. There's a, it varies care to care. But as a general, I like to think five years. If it's been five years, it's likely that you can get a new policy.
0: Yes. Or a policy for something else. Yep. Because exactly. you never know how that mm-hmm. may show back up. So yeah. that's amazing. So what areas do you service?
1: You know, I am... I, I'm throughout the state of Texas. So I have clients all the way down to the border. I'm actually appointed in Oklahoma. So I go to Oklahoma as well. And then I speak Spanish. So I'm actually uh, appointed in Florida and California as well. So I, I love I it.
0: it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, oh, I want to ask you to say something in Spanish to our Spanish listeners about, you know, Mm-hmm. one of your bueno lo que, or... que ofrezca
1: ustedes que hablan español si sienten más a gusto hablando en su idioma yo puedo atenderles y yo les explico cómo funciona la póliza es, qué es indudable cuánto le va a costar y cuánto le van a pagar si sale a diagnosis de cáncer
0: awesome I love it I love it so you are a extremely well-rounded resource provider I hope so I just so. want I people you are you are and I just want well, I'm so excited because I want people to know that don't give up hope call you know, if you just have a question, it doesn't hurt to call. Call
1: Deidre. She'll know somebody. She'll either know or she'll know somebody.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And I will direct them right to the expert, which is you. So this is amazing. Is there anything else you want to add before we start? Uh, I don't
1: think so. I've enjoyed our conversation. I like working with you. You and I, uh, get together periodically. And so we're in touch. And I think we've done a good job of sharing people. There's, there's other things I like to talk, but what I'm hoping is you'll invite me back some other time. I hope to visit some other time about other topics.
0: Oh, you better come back. I, I have to have you back. Wonderful. So Tom, what is the best way that people can get in touch with you directly? You
1: know, I like to make myself available. I'm available by a phone, email, website. My website is Basie, B A S E Y is my last name, Basie insurance.com. You can Google me, you'll find that. So I'm Tom Basie, it's showing on the screen there, or it's tom.basie at gmail.com. Or I will go ahead and say phone numbers too. So I can be reached 817 600 3248. I can also be reached at 972 891 nine five six seven so either there's numbers on either side of the metroplex but i'm all over the state i'm available so one more thing, i'll take care of your pigeon i guess i won't be able to feed the pigeon but I, I just like people to reach out to me but the 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 website might be the easiest way to find people it just kind of depends dial me email me whatever works for the person i just want to help right. answer absolutely. their questions
0: absolutely absolutely if you can't remember any of those contact me and i'll get you in touch with tom but i also wanted to i cannot stress this enough If you had cancer, you know someone who's had cancer, you think you may get cancer, you don't have any insurance, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you think you don't qualify, call Tom, contact him. It does not hurt. These are some amazing plans. I kid you not. I am a member of, of a couple of the plans and it's nothing like peace of mind. Nothing like peace of mind. Cancer runs in my family as well. And that's what struck me to go ahead and, you know, do something now because the detriment that it leaves on your family, your loved ones, the spiritual, emotional, financial, all that is huge. I know what I was going to ask you. So do you do, I know in the past that you have said that you conduct some Medicare seminars. Mm-hmm. Do you do any seminars for these type of uh, services or have you thought about it? I have not it currently.
1: Or? It's a great idea I ought to consider that. The most recent thing I did is I did a full presentation just on the cancer statistics, but it was really more to professionals rather than people who might need it, although everybody is, but it's a great idea. But no, I haven't done that yet. It's a great idea.
0: Yeah, let's I mean. do that in the future. I think this is sure. amazing. I think well, I'm always it.
1: willing to partner with you. Anytime you're doing something, say, Tom, <laughs> do you want to go? And sure, I'll go. And you know, I like to talk, so you can, sure, I'll, I'll participate in anything you want to do.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, Tom, thank you again. Before we leave, one more time, repeat how they can get in touch with you because I think okay, this is extremely thank you. important.
1: Okay, my website is wwwbacy insurancecom my, my email address is tom.basie at gmail.com. My number is 817-600-3248 or 972 891 six, seven. That's it.
0: Wonderful. 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 Tom, thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your information with us tonight. We definitely will have you back to talk about Medicare uh, plans. Uh, you are a wealth of knowledge and I thank you.
1: Okay. Thank you. And thanks to your viewers.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for attending health chats among friends where we bring you reputable resources through our community leaders please join us next week for another amazing chat and tom will be back thank you so much